everyone, Kevin again. Listen, it's 2020. Nothing on TV. Can't go out to the movies. And I mean, if you did, there's nothing new being released. Politics everywhere. Just COVID. You know, if you want a break from all that stuff, where do you go for some decent entertainment? That's right, Twitch. And I'm going to clue you in on a good one. Head on over to twitch.tv slash gabbingabout and check out, follow, and say hi to our buddy JP. He's a variety streamer covering a little bit of everything. You want to play some Jackbox? Got you covered. Dark Souls? Check. Halo? You know it. He's going to talk about four main things in his community. Games, tech, film, and other. That's right. GTFO. (laughs) It's like PSVG... It's a beacon of safe space for all comers. If you want to chill community and have some fun, this is a safe place to hang out. So head on over, check out twitch.tv slash gabbingabout, and follow him over on Twitter at protofo, that's P-R-O-T-O-F-O-E, and tell him Kevin and the rest of PSVG Prime sent you. market for yet another podcast well i strongly encourage you to check out cadillac on mars a podcast about really nothing at all because 2020 just sucks and we all need a break from our own minds jump into their world for just a little bit starring our personal favorite skating school administrator chalfie and delvin i'm not clearly on enough podcast cox team up once again and bring you a monthly check-in and talk about just whatever they feel like Oh yeah, Sean is supposed to be there too, but uh, let's be real, probably not. So, if you're looking for a really chill podcast to just hang out with your friends, or heck, perhaps meet some new ones, check out Cadillac on Mars, debuting the first week in November. It's like Flux Depose, or PSVG Prime, but you know, less white. What's up, gang? This is Food Network star and culinary master of the Marvel Universe, Justin Warner, and you are listening to the podcast that's everything you ever wanted but never asked for. You know it. PSVG Prime. Now that that's out of the way, and where we dropping, boys? everybody that's right you're not imagining things you're not hearing things you're certainly not seeing things because we couldn't get have figured out how to work on twitch so we're doing another audio episode it's psvg prime the flagship show of the P- play some video games podcast network it is i your host kevin and with me mr lucas rose ahoy hoy hello ahoy. there ahoy hoy ahoy hoy yeah that's I, I tried it on didn't feel good are you a pirate i'm confused ahoy there <laughs> no it's like mr burns every Chips time ahoy? Uh, oh, now you're talking my language. <laughs> Every time Mr. Burns answers the phone, he says, Ahoy, hoy, you know, but does he? He does, yeah. Or he used to. I, uh, he used to on The Simpsons. He doesn't answer the phone that often. Anymore. I was about to say, I'm like, I feel like I haven't seen that, but I haven't seen the last decade's worth of Simpsons, I feel like. So uh, I'm getting close to the last, I'm in the last decade's worth of Simpsons. It gets better eventually surprisingly you don't know when but eventually you're just like i got over the slump i feel like and then does it get progressively worse as most shows do towards the end I mean, 
I was going to say, it never gets close to, to its, you know, what, third, fourth, fifth seasons, somewhere in there. Right. The golden age, if you will. Well, anyway, yeah. ahoy, hoy. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> We're here. We're here. We're the only gaming podcast that uses uh, regular size coffee mugs, not giant coffee mugs, Elaine, because we're men and we do things diff- the most difficult way. So if we want more coffee, we're not just going to get a bigger mug. We're going to make multiple cups of coffee. It's true. And you know what the worst part about that is, is if you're if you don't like spilling your coffee everywhere, you just fill it like half full. So really, yeah. you're only using half of the, the very small mm-hmm. cup anyway. So and what makes things worse is if you think about it, the whole age of the Keurig and the Nescafe and all that stuff is we've mm-hmm. gotten used to single serve. So it's not even like we brew a pot of coffee anymore so we can have multiple cups. No, we're going to continue. We're going to make multiple single servings of coffee to make things even more difficult. It, just, it, it, it throw all of it away in our trash can. Trash can is just full of these little K-pod cup things. Well, no, I see. I use I have the, the ones you fill in. So I buy coffee grounds oh. and actually fill it in and do it. So but I do have to wash a bunch of them. But yeah, it's that's just, true. It's true. Um, but we're not here to talk coffee. At least not right now. I don't know. It might come up in questions. You never know. Yeah. Um, but before we dive into it all, we do have to thank the very special folks over at patreon.com slash PSVG, especially Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh, the Bonesaw Barboni, Devin Tyus, Chris McElfresh, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calicote, Mike Massick, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Falhaba, Rob Emanuel, yeah. Rude Days 93, yeah. Grouchy Surge, and Ben Moxham. Moxham. Mox ham. He's got moxie and he's got ham. Put it together. He's got mox ham. I like it. I like it. We're going to go with that from now on. So if you want to help support us, head over to patreon.com slash PSVG. Gets you a whole bunch of goodies as well as, of course, our thank you. But you get access to the PSVG DLC feed, which has a bunch more shows that you won't hear on the regular subscription feed. So check it out. Latest uh, Get to Know You series has dropped featuring Haley the platinum princess from the PSXP show. So uh, check that out with coffee. That's what it should be called. Casters with coffee. Does Donnie drink coffee? I don't know. It's always, I just see him drink rum. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I I will add coffee to my rum. Well, I mean, yeah, (laughs) I guess that works. I don't know. Um, We're here to talk about stuff. So um, we took last week off. Lucas was, was tired because sleep does not come frequently for him as it is and, and i was preparing for extra life uh which i was getting ready to do like the very next day after we would have done the show so the timing wasn't there i had to work on setting up my stream and make sure everything was working there because i wanted the least amount of technical difficulties as possible because uh this past year for the first time i streamed actually from a capture device instead of directly from the console so that just meant everything could possibly go wrong so oh yeah of um had to make sure i did some trial runs and set everything up there which went well um, but actually, I went good, man. It was uh, it was tiring, of course, which is natural, which is a weird thing to say. Is like, God, I'm so tired of playing video games because we all like wish we had more time to play video games. But right, you know, 24 hours straight is is tough. But, it's a little uh, much. It's a little much. A little much. But we did it. We did it. Um, Josh and I both did our full streams. Uh, Nathan just wrapped his up. Actually, um, I caught a little bit of morning. Nathan. This morning, as a matter of fact. Yeah, this morning as we're recording it, four. and then. Some of the guys are doing their second day. Uh, I think Dev and Garrett are both doing their second day um, this weekend. So last weekend, as you're hearing it. But yeah, so far as a team, uh, play some video games has raised drum roll, please six thousand three hundred and seventy-five dollars. Dang, six people raised over six grand. 
That's pretty impressive. Grand each. If if my math checks out, that's about a grand each. It's true. What, what's their cut on that? They, Our they cut? Off the, yeah, you take a little off the top, right? We're giving like 100 or 200 to the kids. And by kids, I mean my kids. Not, that is pretty, you know. Oh, even more generous. Yeah. We're going to have a Merry Christmas is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, right, right. All Give my me an Xbox Series X and a PlayStation 5. Nice, you're set. All my fundraisers have always been organized by the mob, so that's kind of how we've <laughs> done things. That's you know, the Michigan mobsters, you know, yeah. you know those guys, you remember. Yeah, we will. Uh, we will eventually make this show go to Twitch. We had some weird uh, issues trying to get it set up, so instead of uh, trying to figure that for an hour, we said we'll just go live and we'll we'll figure it out later. But you know, I know a lot of people were hoping we would start the show off by eating McRibs. Uh, we did some homework, and it actually doesn't come out yet. So December, I think, is right at yeah. the beginning. Of December is supposedly when it comes out. Which, I mean, I'll be camped out. I know that much. Waiting for that McRib. <laughs> what would your wife think of you what would i what would anybody i don't even know what i would think of me i think that would be the bottom of the barrel well dev dev would applaud you he's very excited that we're going to do this so it's going to be a fun time is it is it though? It's going to be a time it's going to be a time that people might have fun watching it might be the worst thing i've eaten all year and that's 11 months of history there to really just cap off a whole year of bad with even worse. But ironically enough, not the worst thing you put in your mouth over the past year. True. Very true. If we're, if we're talking strictly food items, yes, but Mm, sure. Told you not to lick those Nintendo cartridges. Anyway, it tastes good. good. Let's, we should should talk some games. We we haven't talked about games in a few weeks. So I feel like this is going to be a good chunk of time. Um, Trying to be on what, you know, you go first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You'd think it'd be an exhausting list being gone two weeks. Man, how are they going to get to all of this? Well, let me, let me tell you, I got the old PGA Tour Golf 2K21, not Tiger Woods game uh, from the library. And I was actually looking forward to this. I don't know why it occurred to me so why it didn't occur to me sooner to to see if they had it, but they did. I think it's because I had heard it was bad on the Switch. And for some reason I was thinking, okay, well, if it's bad, I'm not gonna play it. But then I realized I'm not gonna play it at all if I don't get it on Switch, because it's not really a game that I'm gonna buy. So yeah. I figured if I'm getting it for free, I might as well give it a shot, right? <laughs> Golf shot. Um so chip shot <laughs> splash shot apparently they they go into deep detail i'm like splash shot what is this what's going on but anyways um so i didn't have too many i i didn't think it was going to be amazing or anything but i figured it would be a solid golfing experience at the very least an ugly golfing experience yes <laughs> like comparable to possibly like playstation 2 days yes but still, the golfing would be on point, um, on par with the rest of the oh. <laughs> the rest of the consoles. Um, now, here's the thing. Here's the unexpected side effect of all of this. So I break out. I told my son, I'm like, we got to go pick up a game from the library. He gets all excited, thinking, you know, it's going to be Mario or something. <laughs> You're like, no, son, calm down. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. It's golf. Speaking of the Simpsons, it's like that time that um, Bart gets 
he want that wanted that video game for Christmas and he gets that horrible putting game. Yeah. <laughs> exactly like that. However, much to my amazement, my son was looking forward to playing it. He's like, it's golf. Let's play, dad. He sat down and played this game with me. Like, no joke. We've played it together. We played a huge chunk of it today. Wow. I mean, we made characters. He's we put it on the easiest mode, which uh, if you haven't played a golf game in a while, they've gone away from the three button or two button press swing meter to the thumbstick where you pull yeah. back and then Eat pull that. forward. It's similar. It's similar, but there's way more like the timing is similar, but there's way more room for error because mm-hmm. trying to press directly upward on a thumbstick is impossible, especially when you're using the joy cons, because that's what I got stuck with uh, <laughs> when we were playing. Um, she put on motion controls. I'm using yeah. motion controls. <laughs> Here, let me just break my TV real quick. Um, so, yeah, I to my amazement, he wanted to play. So I got to play a bit more of this than I was expecting to by the time we recorded. And, uh, you know, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's solid golfing. All of the things are there as far as I know. Uh, you're unlocking stuff, customization options, golf equipment, um, there's lots of different types of gameplay. However, I there are some annoyances. I've had the game crash on me a couple times, just mm. randomly. Um, the so to play two player, you can't play career mode yeah. and add human people like players, which was kind of I, I mean I know that's a big ask, but I was kind of thinking, well, what difference does it make if you add other human players to career mode? Really, sure. as long as you had one. Uh, major player at the time and then the rest just kind of golfed or whatever it messes uh, with the storyline the, the narrative in the- do they have an an awesome name for the golfer that you make because they always have to give you like that made up name but it can't be like a real name so it's yeah. buzz or or whatever uh, i hope so i guess i'll get to find out um so that was a little disappointing so instead we did we did some local multiplayer and I wanted to add some AI players to the mix because you can't select the shot difficulty per player. You have to select it for everyone. Uh-huh. So once you select beginner, that's for everybody. So it it ignores all of everything except for your swing, like except for the power, basically everything else gets ignored. So there's no difficulty in your shot. Basically it's just set your power and go, um, or, you know, figure out what shot angle you're going to take and then go. Um, there's no real room for error there. And because of that, I am just destroying my son at this game, which is kind of a bummer because he he understands he's losing, but he doesn't understand why or anything. He he thinks that the first person to the the hole wins, and I'm like I'm trying to tell him no. It's it's about how many shots it takes to get there. It's not like just because I sank it before you doesn't mean anything necessarily. Um, so he was getting bummed out by that, and you know I'm getting these massive leads. Uh, so I was hoping that I'd be able to swap difficulties per player mm-hmm. because of that to give him a, a more fighting chance and it doesn't seem to be the case so that was kind of a bummer and then with ai players adding in other con- computer controlled players to just kind of even out the field for him a little bit 
is not possible. You have to add in ghosts of people who've already played. And what's weird about that is that you see their score that they got as you add them. So like, I'll see that this recording basically, cause it's a recording of a real person who's played the, the, uh, the course. I'll see that they got a plus four on the course. And so I'm like, this is just all kind of a dumb way of right. So what's doing the point? This. Yeah, exactly. I added one and it was fine, but it, it wasn't like playing hot shots with some computer players or anything like that. So I don't know overall, like it's a fine golfing package, but and it plays okay on the switch. I'm sure it's better elsewhere. I mean, how could it not be? But, um, right. Right. Overall, if you wanted to play golf handheld, this would work. It's not great, uh, but it's good enough for me. I mean, I'm not going to run out and buy it, but it's, it, it was, it's been a fun time and it's been a good enough golf simulation. Um, the other game that I've been sort of dabbling around with is uh, Days Gone, which I had said something about wishing that this was on PlayStation Now. Yeah. And eventually it did get added, it seems, in October. Um, and so I was familiar. You talked about the game not that long ago. Yep, so I won't absolutely. go into it much, but I had been looking forward to it because my initial impressions were that the game wasn't really all that great. And then people were saying, I actually had a lot of fun with it. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Maybe I do want to play this one. Yeah, it launched It launched badly. Um, it had a lot of bugs and, and like long load times, but there was a patch wow. that came out month or two after i think it was but by then people had already put it down like oh forget this game and i played it late obviously because i didn't play it that it was within this year i think mm-hmm. um or late last year and it was a f- fantastic game like i absolutely loved it but i didn't have the issues that um i think kyle had talked about or maybe even josh like the two of them had played before um i didn't have any of those issues so yeah so you were untainted by by whatever that was. Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah. And I didn't notice any long load times or anything like that. I, I, I hopped in and it seemed everything seemed okay. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't know much about the story or anything. Uh, but I just kind of hopped in and started, started playing. And um, I, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm not very far. Uh, I've only played probably an hour or two of it. No. I, I've just got to the part the part where you go to find your bike and then you find out it got mo- it got taken by somebody or you're trying to figure out who took it. Um, but what's funny is it's kind of the experience that I was ha- hoping to have more from The Last of Us. Okay. <laughs> I know it's not very fair because I'm those are two generations apart. But just the way that the the fights with the zombies are set up the way that it's more open as opposed to feeling like these are encounters that are specifically set up for you to mm-hmm. figure out how to get through a certain way this feels more like you can combat these zombies in a few different ways they're set up so that you could sometimes you can sneak through and get some stealth kills and stuff like that or you can just go through and start blasting him away but doesn't seem like such a good idea but i guess you could um it seems like there's more choice there there's more freedom and it, obviously it's a little bit less on rails because it's fairly open world so i know it's not a very fair comparison at all i think what i'm saying though is that doesn't make the last of us a bad game i just think my expectations line up more with days gone than it does mm-hmm did with the last of us so that said yeah uh, i'm enjoying it obviously the the voice acting everything about it is seems to be top notch 
So I'll probably uh, kind of putter away at that one as I as I um, as I can. The only real problem is that I'm playing it on PS now, and it looks like complete garbo. I don't I don't know if it why it's this one in particular that I notice how bad 720p streaming is, but mm. everything from the controller delay to the way that it looks like it, it is kind of affecting the experience a little bit here um, to a noticeable degree. I'd say I wouldn't even care if it looked that bad. If it felt like the controls were a little more responsive, it feels like it's running at like 25 frames per second. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, interesting game so far. Uh, enjoying it. And I'll plod along with it some more on PS now. Uh, the last thing that I played and um, I ended up getting this because Josh uh, from board with video games was like, Hey, humble bundle, which I barely talk about anymore because right. they have been terrible since what IGN, I think took them over. Mm. Um, he was like, Hey, they have a VR bundle, which I actually messaged them a while ago and se- when they asked for feedback and I said, more VR bundles would be nice because yeah, right. even the cheap games bundle them together and sell them for 15 bucks. Like yeah. it would be worth it at that time because there wasn't a lot of stock in VR games. Um, so they did have a VR, a fall VR bundle and it had a lot of heavy hitters in I'd it. Say, yeah. Like, some good ones in there. I saw, uh, saints and uh walking dead saints and sinners which was the big selling point um one other one that i can't remember but one of the other bigger games that was uh kind of a a a large selling point and then the one that i'm going to talk about now which is creed rise to glory which is a boxing game that came out after the second or around the time of the second movie i believe or maybe the first i guess i don't really remember um i think it might have been in between yeah, or maybe in between. Uh, so this is a VR boxing game. It has fairly high scores. Uh, so that was promising because, as you can imagine, boxing would be fairly difficult in VR since you're not actually hitting anything. You're just waving your arms around wildly. And it, it's the way that you're punching. You know, it's like you're yeah. shadow boxing a little bit as opposed to swinging a sword, which doesn't quite have as much uh wear and tear on your joints as it does to just throw a punch outward and not hit anything until your son happens to walk by while you're playing. <laughs> yes yes i i definitely make sure that i am clear of all obstacles except for maybe cody because you gotta, I you, you gotta yell at him too if you clock him like you won't fight the fight i'll fight the fight <laughs> you want to go let's go and you know bump up and get all up in their face and everything yeah i i do all of that to my dog um so I played a little bit of this and I actually recorded it um, and I played wirelessly. So I have it on my computer because all of obviously getting it off humble bundle means they are all steam VR games. So I was able to stream this wirelessly to my computer with a little bit of lag, not so much that it was terrible, but you know, it was probably a third of a second behind my arm. So there kind of felt like my arms were a little heavy, but I could still basically do it. We were not I ripped noticing. like Michael B. Jordan, so <laughs> that's true. Maybe that's maybe that's you know. Sadly, they have an exhaustion meter that is enforced upon the character, I, which you yeah. would think wouldn't you just get exhausted as a person as opposed to putting in a stamina meter? Because that's true. I didn't. I mean, it's one thing to actually be hitting someone in boxing, but still. There's not a whole lot of actual professional boxers probably playing VR games. It's just 
slightly overweight guys like me uh, and girls, maybe. Uh, so I will say I had my fit, my Fitbit tracker going. This worked me out, got my heart rate pumping more than uh, Ring Fit has. Wow. Unless there's a lot of running. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's a lot of cardio, but the actual boxing is pretty darn good. Um, the only real problem that I would say is that there isn't a lot of physics behind what's happening other than collision, but it isn't really variable your punch power. Um, it's either like when you're doing the training, you can see it, it's either like 10 hit points or 20. And you don't see that when you're boxing, you're not really thinking of it, but you can tell that it doesn't really matter how hard you swing. You either swing hard or soft. That's pretty much all it comes down to. What if you just kind of slap, <laughs> slap around, you walk up and try and slap. It, it probably would do pretty good because at that point VR just freaks out and just goes all over. It just assumes your hands are going at a thousand miles per hour and <laughs> probably knocks them out of the, the ring. So you could probably win every single battle that way if you wanted to. Uh, but some of us do it the right way because we're not, you know, cheaters. We, we go through the training and there is training and you have to do all sorts of things and it gets your body moving, body moving, uh, some some sound to the way I'm grooving. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. He got me. Yeah. Um, it's a good workout. And I was worried about that because I was thinking about buying the other box fit or whatever it's called. Uh, I was thinking about buying that specifically to get my body moving. But this one seems to do the job. Uh, it is a really good boxing game. Um, I would definitely suggest it for anybody who wanted to either get fit with boxing or play a boxing game because it all, it all feels really good. You know, you got those training missions and everything. Uh, you, then you go into the fight and it feels like a, a real deal as a, as it were. Um, and it's pretty intimidating to go up against some of these guys who are very much larger than you very much. Uh, I mean, they're cartoony, but they look real enough. King Hippo. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, no. Now, if they redid this entire game with, Ooh. Uh, punch out that would be amazing um, you'd have to use the labo vr though for that oh gosh you wouldn't even be able to tell where you were then um but yeah it's a, it's a very compelling boxing game and i don't know how long it'll stick around for mm-hmm. i have a little bit of footage on my youtube channel my personal youtube channel that maybe i'll throw in our prime or something so you can see it but uh yeah it was it's a lot of fun it, surprisingly there's not a lot of games like this you would think there would be some jank to it that would kind of break it. And this doesn't have that. It, it's pretty solid. So uh, a quite enjoyable game that gets you, gets you going. So yeah, which uh, one of your children act as your cut man? <laughs> well, I have uh, a couple of people. I have somebody who hypes me up. Uh, and then I have the person who's obviously taking care of my health needs because I've been standing at that point for like 10 minutes, flailing my arms around. So there's a lot of sweat. Uh, and that's my wife and my son. And then sometimes my dog comes in and, you know, gives Cody. me a cool. He's your hype man. He's your hype man all the way. That's true. He's my hype dog. <laughs> hype dog. Um, yeah, so that VR bundle, in case anyone's interested, uh, it's still up for another 10 days. So if you're listening, it's still there. Uh, Atex Cybernetic, value. Archangel Hellfire, Killing Floor Incursion, Raw Data. Um, and then the big hitters I think you're referring to is I Expect You to Die, Creed Rise I to Glory. I the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners and Zero Caliber VR. Oh yeah, Zero Caliber I think is kind of like Counter Strike, but for VR. Like it. My, yeah, it looks like it. it's, it's very positive reviews on all those. 
and overwhelmingly positive on expect you to die. So it looks like it's pretty good, except for Killing Floor is the only one that's, that's mixed, which is not surprising. I've played Killing Floor regularly, so I can't imagine it being better in VR. Yeah, that's kind of a basic zombie-esque killing game. I can imagine that it's probably stand here, shoot zombie, move to next screen. or Especially or when it's in the same bundle as the Walking Dead one. It's like, mm. how does that? Yeah, how does that even compare? Sorry. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm hoping next week I'll be able to talk about Saints and Sinners Walking cool. Dead game. So that's it. Um, all right. So I'm going to talk about two tonight because I have three more to probably talk about next week. Um, Ooh, baby. So first one up, uh, I did get a chance to review Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, I got to play it before it released, um, obviously, because if you're listening to it now, it's been out officially, I think, for three days, but I beat it like a week and a half ago. Nice um, job. Now, you played you played Spider-Man, right? You did it on PS Now. Yes, I did. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so and Miles Morales is just as good. Uh, I gave it spoilers a 10 out of 10. Uh, you can read my review on Dang. gamesreviews.com. I do not um, do any spoilers uh, in my reviews. I try not to do that because I know it's not fair for everybody. Uh, but basically, if you played Spider-Man and you enjoyed it, you're going to love the hell out of Miles Morales. It is, It feels familiar, but yet Miles is enough of a different character that it doesn't um, feel the same as playing as Peter Parker. Um, he has different moveset. He has different abilities. Um, like, yes, he does web slinging and all that kind of stuff in Spider-Sense, but he has um, what they call, ironically enough, and I find it weird because he's a newer character, you know, in comics even, mm-hmm. um, what he calls Venom Power. And it's a result of, like, an electrical charge going through his body. So I guess there's a kind of spider that has that ability. But they call it Venom. So he has, like, Venom Punch, Venom Jump, and he does these special, like, power moves where Peter Parker is more swift and, like, he's strong, but it's more about quick and balance. Well, Miles can, like, do a Venom Punch and just, like, level people and just send them flying. Like, wow. It, it's weird because when you think Venom in the Spider-Man universe, I think of something totally different, as we all know. Right. Yeah. Um, but he's he's a very interesting character, and, it, it, and I put this in the review, too, and this is not to be pandering because by all means we know I'm not like the social justice guy or the equality guy not that I don't want people to be equal but I don't talk about that a lot but um you know Miles is a mixed race child uh Puerto Rican Mm -hmm. and black um and he comes from Harlem um and it's just like it's a different vibe with this Spider-Man like Peter Parker's your nerdy kind of guy he acts as a mentor for Miles so Peter is there uh, as we know because at the end of Spider-Man that's how you get introduced that Miles has powers um the game jumps right in uh letting you know that if you want a recap of the end of Spider-Man, they actually do that. So that's how you get like Miles background story. Even if you didn't play Spider-Man, you can jump right into Miles Morales and it'll set you up with like a five. I think it's a two minute video actually that just shows the end of Spider-Man one and how Miles got power and what their relationship is and why Mm -hmm. it's important for this one. Um, But Miles jumps in. He's his own guy. Um, Same thing. He gives you more of that friendly neighborhood Spider-Man vibe. Like that's the thing they try and push with Spider-Man in general. Like Spider-Man doesn't fight except when he's with the Avengers, like these huge, you know, Thanos type people. He fights these more yeah. down to earth, you know, street level <laughs> villains. They call him. Yeah. He's stopping the bank robbers and, and stuff. Kind of like Batman a little bit. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a great analogy. Well, miles does the same thing and, and he has the same villain set, obviously, cause it's Spider-Man universe um, with some twists here and there, obviously uh, as they always do in the stories, but his reasoning for doing everything is strictly for the neighborhood. That's referenced so many times. Like you're, he has a uh, his buddy is there. Uh, Genki is his uh, buddy who who knows he's got power, so it's not a secret. Um, mm-hmm. He actually helps him technology wise. Like he's he's also a really smart kid as well, and he develops this app. So if people have a problem, you can send a request to this app, and that's how Miles knows something <laughs> needs to be done because 
you know, he's a teenage kid nowadays. It makes sense. Nice. Yeah. But he's responding to like the bodega owner or, you know, this laundromat owner. Like it's, it's strictly street level things. Like he's doing it for his own neighborhood. Like that's his motivation as, as a hero is to do things for the people who can't help themselves. Like Peter Parker's looking over like New York city as a whole. Yeah. But Miles is like, he's even more down in there. He's like the, you get the neighborhood Spider-Man and you get the hood Spider-Man and Miles is the hood Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> But every move he does uh, drips style a little more than Peter does. Um, music is a big factor. It's very urban. Uh, got got some good beats. There's some um, side quests that you actually have to find uh, noises in the city to record that you then make your own beats with. Because Miles is like a, a budding DJ or, or music producer. So he's like music is a big part of who he is. So you actually look oh. for sounds in the streets like church bells or the the waves crashing on the side of the the ocean you know you go and record those types of things there too so these little activities to go through um overall it is a much shorter game than the original spider-man uh story takes between like five to eight hours if you do all the side quests uh so it's not long but it is every bit worth playing it is so good um and i really just hope they do something with this in the future like in in spider-man 2 maybe they're both there like i don't know because they're they're both in this universe together whereas in the comics they're different universes like miles is just spider-man where he's from um and peter peter parker doesn't exist in that world uh but in this one they're together um so i would love to see maybe like a cooperative game not a cooperative game but what game would you switch between the two or something because they have different abilities uh it makes sense but it is really really well done um man it just i put this in my review too is seeing this makes me angry about buying Avengers because this game just plays so much better. And the care and the detail, um, insomniac puts into this is like, should be applauded. Like they really just deliver a top notch experience with, they get these heroes. Uh, they do their homework, you know, they do, they just do it so well. Uh, so if you have a PS4, PS5 must buy it's on both. Um, just get it. You, you won't regret it. And I think if you buy just miles Morales, it's 30 bucks. So it's not even like the full thing. You can get the Spider-Man remaster on PS5 with Miles. That one's 60, I think, for both of those. But mm-hmm. if you want just Miles, 30 bucks, man. It's it's so worth it. It's such a good time. And it's fun just to play a game that's not, you know, 30, 40, 50 hours for once. Yeah, I can see that. It goes to show you that even if you do a game that just has one hero, you can still dive so deep into that one hero and, you know, have a whole game about that him as a person. Mm-hmm. And then you try to do something like Avengers and it, I mean, I haven't played it, but I feel like those small touches that make you kind of, uh, like sympathize, I guess, with the heroes, the word I'm looking for and make them feel like characters and humans at the same time. You miss a lot of that when that's a, that's a very, very good point because the story makes you feel like you, you remember like miles is a kid. Like, we all think yeah. Peter Parker is a kid, but Peter Parker is, like, depending on the story, you look at most cases, not Tobey Maguire, but, like, when you see a lot of his stuff now, he's, like, in college or out of college, like, but he's still young. Miles is in high school. Like, he is a kid, and he's dealing with issues that kids nowadays deal with, um, whether it's his upbringing, his family environment, where he lives. Like, it's just stuff like that. Like, it really takes the heart, and you see him struggle with this burden of uh, wanting to be a hero and wanting to be greater and doing the right thing versus him just trying to live his life as a kid like you you get that and that's that's details there that you don't get when you play avengers and you're basically gods on earth like those types of things don't affect them or at least they're not in a video game as well as they are in the movies and stuff like that you don't get that same feeling because 
you play Avengers, you feel like you're playing Destiny, or you feel like you're playing Anthem. Like these are just these characters with these different ability classes. Miles and Peter, like they give you a story, they give you motivations, way more you know story in there to really feel for them 100. percent So yeah, just go out and get it, people. It's so good. <laughs> the other one. The other one is uh, Bug Snacks. The, yeah, uh, the meme of the internet and like the the one everyone was laughing at, uh, one of uh, Sony's state of plays when they started unveiling games. I, I love the song. I, I have, yep. I admittedly, I have played it for my son outside of like watching the video. So. <laughs> yes. So if you're not familiar with Bug Snacks, go check out a trailer. But basically. Um, bug snacks are basically what it sounds like they're bugs that are snacks um so you have like a spider that's made of french fries and he's called a frider and there's strapple berries and they're they're strawberry apple bugs and the, there's these little creatures that are very pokemon-esque um that the people of um what's the name of the island snack tooth island uh will eat them and they inhabit traits of what they're eating so your your character is called to this island uh, because of a great explorer, Elizabeth, um, has asked you to go there because you're a reporter and she found these bug snacks and she wants to show them to you, but nobody believes that bug snacks are real. Um, so you travel out there because you're a writer of kind of the, um, oh, what do you call the mythical creatures? Um, cryptoids, like cryptoids, like you write about things like, so they give you all these other type of like, a, uh, oh, you wrote yeah. about this Yeti type thing, but they didn't call it a Yeti. Um, and that's kind of your reputation as a reporter. So you go to the island uh, only to find out that Elizabeth is now missing and you, her, her colony that she built there with all the different, um, shoot, what do they call the people there? Grump, grumbles, grumpuses, weird names. I get it. But grumpuses basically think <laughs> Muppets. So when you watch Sesame street, and you see like the monsters. That's what the, these characters in the game look like. Uh, okay. Um, and you know, Elizabeth built a colony there of all people that were going to help. So you have a guy who was trained to be a farmer. You have somebody that was trained to be a, a cattle rancher. Uh, you have somebody who's, uh, you know, a, social media person who's always blogging and posting about things so she was clearly trying to to build this up uh but since she disappeared the colony kind of fell apart and everyone started fighting with each other so they're kind of spread throughout the island trying to do things on their own you get there and you immediately take charge to try and find out number one where did elizabeth go and um to reunite the town together and you do this by having to meet snack bug snacks so you go out and you capture them uh the gameplay is very very familiar to pokemon snap uh, except although you're not taking pictures of them, you're actually capturing them. So you set up these little traps to lure them out of like the bushes or their routine, and you capture them uh, and feed them to the people to make them happy, and they gain the traits. So if you eat a strawberry, a body part will then become a strawberry. It's pretty dark, dude. <laughs> it is. It is. You don't ever cook the bug snacks. You have to eat them raw. That is one thing they mentioned, oh, and I don't oh know my. why. Like I guess that's more inhumane if you eat them <laughs> like after you burn them alive i don't know you can hear them screaming as you maybe burst their strawberry goodness i guess so um but throughout the game you just gain these different types of tools so you have like a trap that you can just set and uh, as the bug snacks uh, they'll have kind of like a routine or a pattern which you can observe through your snack viewer um and you'll you actually see their patterns like the strawberries will walk in like a figure eight if you just run up to them they run away and they go hide in a bush and then you have to like back way up out of view and they'll come back out and go through their routine so you know your objective is go out there lay a trap down so as it walks over you spring the trap and capture it you know makes sense mm -hmm. uh, then yeah. certain things get more complicated like the fryers or the sp spider fries um they walk up on the ceiling so you can't reach them uh so you actually spray different sauces throughout the game so you have like ketchup mayo chocolate hot sauce barbecue sauce things of that nature and actually will lure them out 
So fryers love ketchup. Duh. So you squirt ketchup on the wall and kind of lead them to the ground, and that will get them to come down, and you can capture them. Um, so you have all these different ways of catching the snack bugs and trapping them uh, to catch them all, if you will, because you got to <laughs> catch them all. Um, and basically, that's, that's the whole game. So it's kind of like a puzzle game, but it's really cute. The bug snacks designs are, are really well done and imaginative. Like there's just everything from like these carrots that move like worms to like a hot dog bug. Uh, I ran into a centipede that was like a, a, um, a, like a Subway sandwich. And each part of the caterpillar was like another chunk of the sandwich. So you actually had to break <laughs> it up to catch it because you could, it was so big you can't catch it alone. Um, so, yeah, it's just this really kind of cool thing. But the, the weird thing is when you look at this game, this is another budget game too. I think this is 30 bucks as well or $24.99. All the grumpuses are fully voiced. So every character has all lines. Um, they have distinct personalities. It's very well done. Um, wow. Every bug snack, as you catch them, will make a noise that radiates from the PlayStation controller. So it actually takes use of that speaker inside. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you capture them, be like, you know, Frighter or Frighter or something like that, whatever it is that their names are, uh, they'll just do it just like Pokemon. Um, but the story is unique because these grumpuses, it's weird because you look at this kid's game on a face value, they deal with some stuff like the farmer, uh, his wife left him and he's so lonely and that's why he left like the town and he pretends not to like anybody, but secretly just really misses his wife. And if you go and spy on him at night he will get out of bed and go talk to a cactus in his house that he dressed up like his wife he's like i just miss you so much it's like it's like whoa did not expect like these kind like they do it in a silly way but not because it's still like disturbing to see like he only does it at night when everyone else is sleeping yeah sneak up and and watch it um the other really cool thing it does is there's a lgbtq plus characters um, so Lizbert, the main character you're hunting for, um, she's lesbian. Her partner is there. And they, the game refers to it. It doesn't just like say, oh, we're not just going to mention it's two girls. Like they say her partner has disappeared as well. Like they, they call it out there, which is, is cool to see. And it's it's done and it's not like in your face or anything. And they're not trying to push an agenda. But it's just a cool thing to see when you have that big of a population that, yeah, guess what? There's going to be gay people on that island. Like. It's just going to happen, you know. Yeah. Um, they don't try and hide away from it. But, yeah, it's a really fun, cool game. Uh, if you like Pokemon Snap, definitely recommend it. Um, if you like puzzle games, uh, but they're, like, abstract puzzles. It's not like you're, you're actually, like, remember this code and do this thing. It's like you have to think. Like, you try and catch this bug and one thing doesn't work. You try and think of what else you can do. And sometimes you really have to lay on combinations of multiple different tools that you gain to try and catch them. So you might find something. You definitely can't catch it now. you got to come back later in the game, and then you'll be able to capture it. So, mm. um but yeah, it's pretty fun. Really short, uh, eight hours or so as well. Um, oh, so it doesn't man. overstay its welcome. Yeah. But it's very much a story-based game uh, with a lot of puzzle elements in there. And I gave it uh, eight out of ten. So not as good as Spider-Man, but it's still pretty darn fun. So Based on your review, I was like, well, I'm buying this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fun, man. So um, that makes me happy because so many people were joking about it and everything that at least it's a good game. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Or worthy for some people. I'm sure it doesn't tick all the boxes for everybody, but no. And it's and it's it's one of those games that's not just me. Um, so like Metacritic. So now it dropped a little bit. It was at like 78 before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I gave it an eight out of ten. So I was like, wow. For once, I wasn't off. And it's not just Kevin. Oh, Kevin likes weird games, so he likes it. Yeah. So the Metacritic based on critics is at 73. So it did drop a little bit, but okay. the user score is 8.8. Wow. So people like it. Uh, like I said, but it's not a game for everybody. I certainly don't want to I don't want to impose it. Like if you don't like Pokemon Snap, if you don't like these kind of obtuse puzzle games, it's not 
you know, it's not for you. I know Josh tried it. He said it wasn't for him. He put it down right away. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what Kyle thinks. I think Kyle might like it a little more. But, yeah, it's just these different things here. But uh, it's definitely cool. It is going to be on PC if it's not already. Says yeah, I did see it was coming. So, yeah, also on PC and PS PlayStation 4. So, yeah, you should be able to get it. Um, nice. And there it's coming to Xbox later on. So, uh, I'll just wait until it's on Game Pass. <laughs> Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets there. To be honest, if it's going to be a later release and it's an indie game, I can see it hitting there. Um, if you do have PS Plus, though, folks, uh, this month it is free uh, on PS5 only, though. Um, so even though it's oh. on PS4, it's one of the PS Plus games of the month. You get that game and then there's two PS4 games. Um, but if you're like me, just redeem it. And then the day you maybe get a PS5, you'll have it for free. Um, but yeah, so if you have a PlayStation 5, the game is free if you have PS Plus, so make sure you go and redeem it. You have until, I think they said they're going to give away free until January to give people time to get a PlayStation because we know it's not easy right now for, po- for folks who didn't pre-order. So. It's true. Um, yeah, so that's it for the games I'm playing. Uh, teasing for next week, though, I am super busy with more reviews. No rest for the wicked. Um, if you, you remember that teaching game I did a review for not that long ago, Lucas? Yeah, I tried to win it. Oh, that's right. Uh they reached out and they gave me a copy of their cooking star game. Ah, nice. So I will review that. It's basically the same type of premise, but it's cooking instead. So, you know, it's me and cooking games. So, uh, we'll talk about that next week as well as I got uh, just dance 2021 today. Oh, and and I'm reviewing call of duty cold war. So I am busy. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine you. Well, I can't imagine you playing just dance 2021. So I wasn't planning on playing it. Uh, my kids were playing it. I was going to watch. I was going to go through the track list. Because if you played one Just Dance game, they haven't changed. They, they really have not. Uh, it's the right. same exact it's game. Just it's just a music track. change. Yeah. Exactly. So, but my kids were playing it and they were laughing outside my office while they were playing with it. And I popped my head on. I was like, all right, you know what? Let's do it. And I challenged my five year old to one. Whooped her butt. But, uh, you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> to a dance off. Yeah. But, you know what? It's a good workout. So I'll give it that. I, you know, they have that on the uh, Oculus as well, and yeah. I've thought about it. I cannot dance at all. No, but it's a workout. If, as long as you're trying to exactly. do it, you, you move in all these different ways you normally don't, you know. But It looks pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But I'll talk about that next week. So enough from us, guys. It's time to hear from you. So let's check out the messages. Message for you, sir. First one comes in from Dat Ninja Dev. Lucas, what is your favorite fall slash winter holiday snack? Ooh, well, I I have two. I have I broke them into both of for fall and winter. For fall, I gotta go with the classic apple cider and sugar cinnamon donuts. Man, so good, love it. We go to the well, we go to a pumpkin patch or orchard or something and get those. We even did it this year. My wife. My wife uh, went out there and stood in line. She was like, I don't know if I'm going to stay here because this line is out the door. But because of social distancing, it actually wasn't as long of a line as she thought. So (laughs) thankfully, she got through there pretty quickly. And we were able to do that. But yes, that is kind of a tradition that we do every fall. Like, I don't even wait close to Halloween. I'm just like, are are they open yet? Let's go. I, I will always be down for apple cider and uh, sugar cinnamon donuts or the uh, apple donuts or whatever, mm-hmm. any donut, just give me a donut. <laughs> um, in the winter, uh, 
basically any stout beer of any kind will be my snack my go-to snack a nice warm stout beer no uh (laughs) there's something about winter that makes me crave stout beer but Mm -hmm. uh as far as actual snacks go cinnamon rolls i find myself making more cinnamon rolls come winter uh and then of course the holiday checks mix with but it's got to have peanuts in it though Mm -hmm. it is a must do not bring to me this peanutless this nutless checks mix i will throw it back in your face and say how dare you but my wife makes uh checks mix during the holidays Oh yes, and people yeah, just freaking love it. She home makes it homemade style. She That's has her own little that. secret sauce she does that that you cook it in, so it has that flavor built into it. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Um, Semi soon. I'll break it down the same way too. So fall, I mean, this is no surprise. We've talked about this numerous times. I'm a pumpkin spice everything kind of person. Yeah, um, that's true. So yeah. for beverage, but for beverages, like let's let's go coffee. Uh, but the snack thing, like the apple cider donuts, I'm with you, man. Those are those are bomb. Those are the best. Like for the fall, I love it with you 100. Winter, um, winter. I don't think winter is in like let's go January, February, March. Like even though that is winter, especially where we're yeah. Um, I just think holidays. I think Christmas holidays. So, yeah. For me, I I don't know how you feel about it, and I, I'm sure we probably talked about it in the past, but I love eggnog. Yeah, I was going to say, I just realized I forgot. I used – I never had it before up until like maybe five years ago, mm. and then I was like – I always thought it was gross, you know, like thought it was gross. Never yeah. tried it, but it was just like, that sounds disgusting, and then I had it, and I like – I'll drink it rum, no rum. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter doesn't matter of course i'm the only one here drinking it too so if we buy something with a or like buy a thing of eggnog it lasts way well, too long yeah but that's good nobody else is drinking your eggnog that's true that's that true way. we don't have to buy like a half gallon yeah you're like this is all for me um and then like the food stuff i i switch off to gingerbread really quick and it's not mm-hmm. again it's not like i'm gonna sit there and eat gingerbread because i don't think like eating gingerbread is good but yeah. like gingerbread coffee, I switched to that. So like pumpkin spices up until like Halloween. The second Halloween's over, it's like gingerbread, <laughs> gingerbread <laughs> coffee. Dead to me now. Literally right now, gingerbread coffee right in there. Oh my um, gosh, I can't say I've ever had a gingerbread coffee. Oh, it's good. It's 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 actually very very similar to pumpkin spice, and it's, it has like that deep flavor that. tone. Yeah. Um, but I just I don't know. I love it. But the uh, my snack during the holidays though always makes me think of my mother in law makes uh, these regatta cookies. Like the egg cookies. Every Christmas we end up eating them. I don't know what's going to happen this year because, you know, right. uh, 2020. But those are like my favorite to like, they'd be out during the holidays. Like, okay, I'm going to eat them. Like, I think they pop up starting Thanksgiving and then they'll also be there for Christmas and Christmas Eve. It's so good. But again, made from scratch. So I don't know what it is. Like, I guess I'm just a homemade kind of guy. I don't think of the natural flavors right away. Uh, and then I like stuff with peppermint in it too. Any candy cane stuff, not eating candy canes, but it has candy cane flavoring in it. I enjoy as well. Um, uh. I'm not a big fan of peppermint. Ah, dude, I love it. I love it. Oh, Um, real quick. Also, I need to try for fall those awful. I saw them and I didn't pick them up. The uh, pumpkin pie pop tarts. (laughs) It seems like a bad idea. I think I've had them last year. I think. If you don't remember, that's probably a bad sign. Do we? Do we? Do we get them? Eat them on the show? (laughs) Okay, I'm sure we could probably get them at a discounted rate by this point. They they've got to have stacks of them. That's probably true. We'll take a look. We'll see what Let's we can do. do it. Let's yeah. I'll buy some. I was going to buy them anyway. I just yeah, didn't. Now I got a reason to. Honey, it's for this show. <laughs> I got to go to the store right now. 
my wife, by, by the way, was very disappointed. We, we didn't have something to eat during the show, but we didn't go live anyway, so it didn't matter. She's like, is that going to be a thing every week? I'm like, well, I'm sure it can't be that Lucas and I are going to eat or drink something at the beginning of every show. We can't possibly think of that many things, but if we could find that other thing, that would be a, a yes. huge get. Yeah, so, so we're not going to talk about it, ladies and gents, because we might want to use it later. But um, True dad. Other question comes in from Kyle the Pug. I don't think he sends in very many questions of Prime, but I was excited for this one. Yeah, me too. Because it's not video game related, which is all the questions we get anyway. <laughs> Top five Christmas movies of all time. Five. Five. Not three. Nope. Get those two extras. Can do, you, do you have a list or do you want me to go? I do have a list. I okay. saw that and I was like, I'm not going to try to think <laughs> this up off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, so not in any particular order, uh, the Polar Express, which okay. has kind of become part of a tradition here. Um, but this is my person. I, I like that movie. So kind of mm-hmm. I, I lop it in with my personal uh, favorites. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Always love that one. Pulling double duty. Great music. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The Jim Carrey uh, okay. one. That movie that came out at a time when it was just after my dad died and it was just me and my mom. And I have this memory of me and her going to the movie theater to watch that. That was always one of our big uh, things that we would do around any major holiday was to go to the theater. So for some reason, and, and we always ended up seeing a lot of Jim Carrey movies too. So he's kind of been a part of my childhood a lot. So it, it definitely is something that for some reason has some sort of like, it feels like Christmas when I watch this mm-hmm. movie type deal. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, just because it's it's so darn funny. And that, that movie's grown with me because it was always like one that I'd watch with my parents and not get. But then now, like, I get all the jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, you know, I've... I, I can understand what all of the struggle there is and everything. So um, that has kind of grown with me and now I have a new appreciation for it. And then lastly, Elf, which I'm not as much of a fan of. I, I, I can watch it just fine, but I put it on my list for my wife because she thinks it's hilarious and I'm fine with it. So uh, that's kind of like, I know we're going to end up watching it. So I, might as well put it on my list. <laughs> Might as well put it on there. That's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. So I have a couple doubles with you. Uh, okay. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I, I, it's hilarious. And my older kids have actually grown to love it now, too. So 16 nice. and 13, they both like it. The five-year-old likes it, too, just because of uh, the animated beginning. So oh. <laughs> like during the theme song, when it's playing the song and you see Santa go through all the things. Yeah. So that and the whole opening with getting the Christmas tree. Like she finds it very funny, even at five years old. Like she gets that point that it's funny. That's awesome. Um, so she sits there and she watches the whole thing too. So naturally Poon's Christmas vacation, um, nightmare before Christmas, same thing. I personally love it. My nice. wife does not like it. I love it. Um, my older kids, at least my middle child really likes it. Like you said, the music is just so well done that like, it just makes me think Christmas, even though, you're right. It's double duty. It's a Halloween and a Christmas movie. I associate the music just feels more Christmassy than anything. To me. Yeah, that's true. Well, and it's got that Danny Elfman feel. So that always feels Christmassy. It's very true. Um, Home Alone. I still, oh, yeah, laugh. Yeah, I still laugh at Home Alone today. today. Like that, that holds for me. See, I never watched that that much as a kid. I probably have seen that like once or twice in my oh, life. We did my watch God. it more. Re- well, I don't know if we watched it recently or if we just watched the, uh, the movies that made us Netflix documentary and then watch that episode. And now I feel like I've seen all of it. You know, I don't remember exactly, but uh, yes, I kind of feel like I missed out on that one in my childhood. Okay. 
uh, a Christmas story. Yeah, classic. And it, yeah. I know a lot of people hate it. I think my wife pretty much hates it, but like in my house, uh, it's on the entirety of Christmas Day, like and Christmas Eve. Like once it starts, it's just on the TV. I have not sat through and watched that movie beginning to end, and I don't know how long. But mm-hmm. I've seen bits and pieces randomly throughout the day. I've seen the whole movie every year, just in different chunks out of order. But I know that movie inside <laughs> now, and I just love it. I don't care. Um, I want to go six, man. I'll go five. Five is a two-way tie for me. Uh, okay. Elf is on my list as well. Uh, same okay. thing. Like it's not great, but it's good enough that I laugh and I can, I can watch it. Like we have the new classics. It's hard to go back and see, like Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, Garfield yes. Christmas like those are the ones I loved uh, even Rudolph to an extent like those are the stuff I love but I can't watch it now like it just doesn't it hasn't aged so we have these new classics and that's kind of what I'm talking about now um, yeah I agree and, and Elf is in there for sure um, but it's Elf slash Die Hard because Die Hard's a Christmas movie <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I almost put um, the second Batman movie <laughs> Batman uh, Forever yeah no 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 Batman uh, Returns Batman Returns Returns yes, yes. Because that one always feels Christmassy to me, I, because yeah. of the snow and everything. Yeah. Again, Danny Elfman. So that's true. Yeah. So, th- so those would be our, our alternate answers that are Christmas. They're movies that happen during Christmas, but Christmas, not Christmas movies. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so thank you for the question, Kyle. And hey, if you guys want to ask us questions, you can always do so. Uh, feel free to hit us up in the Discord or tweet at us at PSVG Kevin and let me know what you want us to talk about next week. And we'll be happy to oblige your answers. That's not a word. We'd be happy to oblige. Stop there, Kevin. Stop using extra words. <laughs> but Lucas, it's been a week. For us, it's been a few weeks. So it's time to check out the news of the week. I'm Commander Shepard. And this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. <laughs> What you got? That was epic. That was epic. Uh, epic games. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I'll, I'm going to start on an inch. Something that kind of caught my eye, and I didn't think it would interest me. But I'm going to I'm going to get your thoughts on it. Okay. Um. So here's the here's the thing. FIFA 21 players can now track how much time and money they've sunk into it. Ooh. Uh, Electronic Arts is adding a new feature to FIFA 21 called Playtime that the patch notes say will enable players to have more control and visibility over how they play. Those tools, EA said in a follow-up blog post, will enable players to set parental control style limits on how much time and money they spend on the game. You'll be able to choose, quote, you'll be able to choose how many matches you can jump into, the amount of FIFA points you purchase, and the number of... uh, football ultimate team packs opened with <laughs> fut what a terrible acronym foot coins <laughs> or purchased with fifa points uh players were uh, they found that using this system players were able to better find a comfortable balance in their gaming uh, but there's no function to prevent players from overriding those limits the goal of fifa playtime is to give players more visibility into how much time they spend in the game versus actively controlling how they play ea is focused on giving players the necess the, the necessary tools resources to shape how they play if they is it want necessary for me to drink my own urine no but i do it anyway because it's sterile and i like the taste uh if you can take a look at uh, if you're looking at this and you see at the bottom there that's kind of what the interface looks like i i was because that was my first thing was like okay is this supposed to keep people from buying 
card packs or or what here. Um, but after a while, I kind of thought, you know what, this might be kind of a nice metric to include in games that have like that ongoing multiplayer or even single player uh, open ended type play to them. Something like Minecraft where you can play that by yourself. But, you know, do you want to know how much time you spent in it? And of course, Steam or something like that gives you those metrics as well. But an in-game thing that kind of breaks down the metrics here even more, especially when it comes to real money. Would you want to see something like this be standard in other sports games and games where like uh, Cold War, Call of Duty Cold War, where you could see what you've been doing and kind of be like, yeah, maybe I'm spending too much money here. Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. And I I certainly like what they tried to do here. I find it weird, but maybe it's because I'm not a sports game guy. That like I didn't think FIFA was that like I know it's big like it sells great and I think a lot of people play it but I didn't think it was that addictive that people were like need to set how many matches they play a week like that to me seems weird like how do you like the just one more right like there? it's not those aren't quick games like it's not like you you can play a match in Fortnite or Apex and be 15 minutes is is a whole game in FIFA 15 minutes I feel like it's got to be longer than that but I, I I don't know yeah I don't know maybe 20 30 minutes probably right um. But yeah, I like what they're trying to do, but it seems a little weird that it's like, okay, they say at the top it wants to give parents more control, but it doesn't stop them from doing anything. So it's not giving parents any more control. Yeah, it's more like suggested guidelines like, hey, you you, you know, said you weren't going to spend any money, but we're not going to stop you. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's 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 more like stat tracking than anything, which, I mean, Fortnite, Apex, they already have that in there. Like, you can go and look under any character and see how many matches they've played, how much damage they've done, what their win-loss record is, what their kill-death ratio record is. Like, you see all that right. stuff anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't see how much I spent, but honestly, I'd rather not. Um, well, and it's like, in this game, well, in any of these sports games, when you have Ultimate Team, you're just buying packs until you find the people that you want, the players you want. Right. Which... I feel like in games where you're buying skins and stuff, it's kind of more like a, it comes up as they're released. And so yeah. it's not as much of a deal. It's not like you're going through loot crates, for instance, and trying to find right. exactly the thing that you want. So Yeah, definitely. I mean, Apex does it to an extent because they, they have loot crates that give you like three random things that come out of it. There are sometimes instances where you can buy specific skins. Uh, but like <laughs> Fortnite is very upfront about that. Like they have a shop that you can go and buy specific skins and they rotate every day. There's some that are like up for a week and there's some stuff that's up every day and they switch it out. And like you go in, you purchase what you want and that's it. Like you, you get what you buy. Yeah. Um, you're not getting a chance to get it. A la like battle battlefront two. Well, like, Oh, you're, you're getting a chance to get these characters. No, it's, you're getting exactly what you want. Um, so yeah, like I, I like it and I'd like to see more games maybe adapt this model. But if you're going to say it's for, to help control these things then actually have a lock in it and say like okay you said you're only going to play 30 games of fifa this week so it's not going to reset till sunday so we're going to stop you unless you enter in a parental pin or something like that right but if yeah. it's for an adult that can't control themselves that's a little different story then you start getting into the whole world of um uh people that are like addicted to gaming or addicted to gambling and that's why they do these loot crates which how do you block them because you either need to say okay we're seriously legit not gonna let you buy anything for a week or you're going to have a parental pin, which they're obviously going to know their own parental pin. So it's not like somebody else is going to stop them from doing it. Right. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's not their responsibility to keep you from buying these things. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a neat thing they're trying to do, but it seems a little empty because it's not really doing anything. It's kind of like a half hand. It's like a half measure. Really. It's like, Hey, we tried. (laughs) There you go. 
I think they were getting some uh, flack for in other countries for having the uh, loot crates or something like that. I want to say it was FIFA. Uh, it was considered gambling or something. I, I Don't quote me on that, but I think it was FIFA. So maybe that's a response to that. Uh, I have to do yeah. some more digging to find out, but I, yeah, I just thought it could be, it could be interesting. Maybe somebody else will come along and do it better. Yeah, that's true. And it might be EA just in a different game. We'll figure it out. But like with Madden, cause they all do that ultimate team stuff. I think in every game, Yeah, that's just standardize it and put it in everything, I guess, if you're going to, but just do it good, yeah. <laughs> do it more gooder. <laughs> Try harder. Um, all right. So Lucas Mario Kart yeah. is officially the most stressful video game in the world according to science wow really yep bill did nye did that? a research study okay bill nye the science guy <laughs> <laughs> he's still doing research studies eh? sure yeah. we'll we'll just go with that um now i need to see if i can find the bill nye the science guy theme song to put in the playlist boo, just because i want to hear it um anyway a new study um, from bonus finder took 14 active gamers and monitored their heart rate while playing 16 of the most popular and intense games across consoles pc and mobile uh, Mario Kart was found to be the game that caused heart rate to rise the most over 30 minutes of play. The game increased the heart rates of participants by an average of 21 beats per minute, which wow. is a jump of 32.81%. For some so, people, you could almost have a heart attack playing this game. That, that's that's true. Um, so the top five most stressful games, according to that, is Mario Kart. Uh, FIFA 20 is, is on there with 31.25%. So just very close second. They need to give you a heart rate monitor to play that game, apparently, along yeah. with their uh, with the spending track. habit, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Call of Duty comes in third. Not really surprised there. Uh, Dark Souls comes in fourth. Also, not really surprised there either. No. Uh, and then Fortnite comes in fifth. So, wow. Um, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised Smash isn't on here actually. Ooh. I'm, I would be true. interested to see what all of the games that they tested. Yeah, they didn't uh, give a list of that. Go. You're right. That that would be kind of cool to see for sure. I'm surprised there aren't more like Mario Kart. I get because like as things happen, like if you get like blue shelled, you instantly have that spot of panic. Where you're like, oh, I gotta get back to first before we yeah, finish. Yeah. But I don't feel like my heart rate is consistently up while playing Mario Kart. But I feel like during like Fortnite, Apex, call any of the battle royales, that gets me going. Like that gets the adrenaline going, especially when you get down towards the end. Yeah. And, even after you win, you have that adrenaline high for like a couple minutes after your heart is still going the same way because you won. Right. So I'm surprised those aren't higher, but yeah, I, I mean, I same thing. If I when I was playing Rogue Company, it's like yeah, I definitely feel myself kind of getting shaky as compared mm-hmm. to Mario Kart. Although I don't play that in, online as much, That's it just true. doesn't feel as competitive, I guess, which is weird. Like it's racing, but it feels less. It's arcadey, so it's it more feel random. As... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like blue shells. You know so you're going to get it because it's Mario Kart. They, the rubber exactly. banding is so bad in that game. So exactly, that's interesting. Wow, yeah, that was a cool one. What you got? Uh, let's see. So this was pretty interesting. Uh, woman says the League of Legends character Seraphine Seraphine is based on her. But Riot denies it. Now, this is a little bit of reading for me here, but I I have some of the important parts uh, listed here, so I won't go too long. But it does have some backstory. So a woman named Stephanie has alleged that a new League of Legends character with a similar appearance and name, Seraphine, 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 it's got to be Fiend, uh, is based on her. At the crux 
of her allegation is a brief relationship she had with a riot employee in 2019, an employee who she believes borrowed details from her likeness and life for the fictional Katie slash a pop star, which I have no idea what that means, by the way. So if you do, please fill me in. Okay, I'm not alone then. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, she published in a Medium post today that uh, Stephanie, or it was published, Stephanie shares a screenshot of text messages and recounts moments from a brief relationship with a guy that we're going to call John. Uh, Stephanie says that she and John met in person twice and otherwise chatted and played League of Legends over the course of three months in 2019. During that brief relationship, John allegedly brought up ideas for skins for her favorite League of Legends character, Ari, that were based on her. Creepy. (laughs) Super creepy. What are you doing, guy? When she visited him for a tour of Riot's headquarters in Los Angeles... He also gave her artwork by Riot illustrators depicting her as Ari, or Ari, which she thought was strange. You you were right. That is strange. Given how briefly they'd known each other. Additionally, she says that John implied that he could influence the Katie slash A project. Um... I felt, she says, I felt really grossed out about it to the point that I can't play one of my favorite video games. Besides that, it's been kind of horrid to have a league champion who looks like you, has so many of your characteristics, and has a name that's almost identical to yours, Stephanie Seraphine. People I've never met send her to me online and point out the similarities. There's already immense amounts of porn of her. I see people arguing about her near daily. Uh, let me ask you before I read this last little bit, you've seen the pictures. Yep. What do you think? Similar? I mean, close enough to have a case similar. Similar, Yes. But does it matter? No, like you can't copyright your person. Right. Cause it's just like, okay. Yeah. She has in the picture provided she dyed her hair pink, but how many people have dyed their hair pink, especially in 2020. Right. You have blue eyes. It's blue eyes. That's a thing. Um, yeah, there's like four eye colors. What do you want? And you're wearing glasses, which in her pictures, she has multiple different pairs of glasses that aren't the same. So I don't know. Those are the same. Okay, never mind. I take that back. The two pictures. But they're not the same as on the character. Yeah. Either. Like, it's different. Like, those are tortoiseshell glasses with a full frame all the way around. Hers just has that kind of frame on top of the glass. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it, of course, an artist who makes a game is going to take inspiration from something. Somebody. Yeah, well, because you want it to look like a real person. Right. If it's a human character, they're going to have human features. So, yeah, if you know people, you're going to make people. It's like when I play role-playing games, and, and Josh has done it. You've done it, too. It's like you create characters in games. You do it on people you know. Just because yeah. you're like, okay. Now, yeah, he's More doing it professionally, but does it? Is there a difference in my head? Like, no. If it's a humanoid character, it has to be inspired by something. If it's an right. alien, you came up with your own design, then that's one thing. But this has to be inspired by something. So I don't really see the issue. But Well, and references to people happen all the time when you're working on something artistically. Like, it's mm-hmm. just you want references so it looks realistic, like you say. Uh, I'm glad that you brought that other part up, uh, though, uh, the the protecting your likeness thing. So as for what legal angle she could pursue, Michigan state university law professor, Brian Colt said in an email to PC gamer that the case would likely involve the tort of right of publicity, (laughs) which I will invoke one day. I promise you also known as appropriation of likeness, which protects your name or likeness from unwarranted intrusion or exploitation. Okay. But here's the funny part. 
he goes on to say, or she says, this whole situation has, has been really violating. He goes on to say, the, the lawyer, she might have a case for that, she says, says called. It's not clear to me what her damages are, though. She's upset, but how many dollars is that worth? In his view, the situation doesn't sound like a million dollars worth of emotional distress sort of case. So, right, like she's not, as far as I know, she's not a, a, a celebrity of any sort. No, like I get that it's distressing that she kind of looks like you, but it's also she's fairly cartoony. Like there are similar similarities, but I think you could go through most gaming uh, characters and probably find somebody that sort of looks like you. Absolutely. Like and, that, and that's the thing. It's like you got to think of uh, every video game you play too, or movie even said like, oh, the the likeness of any individual is purely coincidence. Blah 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 blah. Like right. All the game has to do is put that in there, and I don't think legally you can do anything because she hasn't suffered anything because of this. She, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't understand how you even have a case. Like you're, you're just an average person who you look like a character in the game. Were you making games and somebody stole your likeness and making money off it? Did anybody buy the game because of this character because it looked like you? No, like so you don't have any royalties or anything of that nature to 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 do. Like I don't know how you sue for anything there because not defamation of character what is the like, basis on yeah right they didn't like it's not like it's a crackhead or something like that. it's a heroin character based in the game that just happens to have the same color hair that you had at one point because that other picture she doesn't have pink hair so yeah she I, seems I to, she does seem to change her look a little bit which is yeah. fine right but nothing wrong with that but you can't say that's you if the character in the game has pink hair all the time and yet you don't have pink hair all the time I think kind of what it came now that we've talked about it, I I think I wonder if the problem really is that because I think that guy was a creep. They knew each other three months. Yes. And he's drawing pictures that sounds more like a problem there is that the guy's a creep. But yes. Um, and so I wonder if that's part of it, because then you're thinking that this guy was the guy who drew me into the game. And it sounded like he said he was kind of trying to get that done riot did respond and say that that guy wasn't even working there at the time of this character's creation and release but you know i think they've gone <laughs> i think they've said more than they've even really had to say even with just that mm-hmm. if that's the case then i think it is just coincidence really but i i can't really think of in a time where somebody tried to sue because a person looked like them but they weren't a celebrity it was just some yeah fairly ran- i mean i'm sure she has some sort of influence online or whatever but like a following but i don't think she's in any movies or anything so no i don't think that's the case at all so so weird so you're you're throwing it out then huh in the people's court yep. saying yep. no if i was judge here. judy she would roll her eyes and tell him to get out of her court <laughs> judge judy and executioner <laughs> well done well done thank you sir uh lucas now yes we've sir. had a, a, a flurry of this new mm. trend of video game concerts oh. and i'm not talking about you go to a theater and you watch an orchestral uh arrangement of your favorite video game soundtrack so we know those have been around for a bit yeah i'm talking about you boot up your game and your character's running around and you're watching a concert in the game so we've okay. had Travis Scott showed up in Fortnite this year. Marshmallow did it uh, yeah, in 2019 yeah. in Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, there's been in Second Life Minecraft. Uh, I think World of Warcraft even had a concert at one point, too. Um, here's the biggest one of all, Lucas. I can't wait. Lil Nas X 
Old Town Road. I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. <laughs> I wouldn't have known if you didn't sing it. No, okay. I wouldn't have known if you didn't tell me it was Old Town Road because mm-hmm. I don't know who Lil Nas X But now you do. Is. Now I do. And he's performing One in song. Roblox. That's like the off-brand Minecraft, I feel like, right? Like It is, but I feel it's bigger with kids at this point than Minecraft is. Okay. It's probably cringy to say because it's free to play. It's on everything, uh, just like Minecraft, but it's free on everything. So you don't need to buy Minecraft for your channel or Minecraft for your thing. It's it's on all the stuff. Um, wow. But yeah, they're, they're building a whole play. environment for him. He did motion capture, which is ironic because Roblox is exactly what you think it is. Every character is made out of a bunch of blocks. So it's kind of like Minecrafty. So it's like you have these realistic movements mapped to a Lego character. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. But it's it's very weird, and it's it's going to be like a week long event. They said where it's going to be different days. He's going to have a whole Western town built for him uh, for the concert to go on. There'll be exclusive items and trivia and whatnot. Uh, it's crazy. Is there a road that runs through that town? I'm sure there is. And what's the name of that road that goes Old Town through road. that town? Ah. Okay. And we're going to ride. So you can't ride no more. Gotcha. I'm Which take Roblox my- does, by the way. They have like the invisible wall where you can't you can't go past that anymore. You so literally can't ride anymore. Can't ride. <laughs> and I bet there'll be horses because I've seen horses in Roblox. So they they have to mocap the horses, <laughs> put them on the blocky. <laughs> now, if Billy Ray Cyrus isn't there accompanying him, I'm going to be very disappointed. Does is that how this is he accompanying him? Oh in yeah. This, is there oh, a yeah. F- FT dot? Oh yeah, and he drops a pretty sick verse actually. Whoa! You'll hear it on the playlist because we have to add it now because we're talking about a song. So I listen to all of them, as should everyone. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, so it's another weird thing. But it's kind of weird that he, but he has now, and he didn't mean to. I don't think do it intentionally. Not that it's a bad thing for a musician to really hit it big, but he is very, very big with kids because of Old Town Road. Like every kid, my five year old knew all the words to that song. Like she came with her own dance for oh. the song. Like, it's the only rap song that doesn't have swear words in it. It is very true. Um, yeah, that's that's a big thing. So he's kind of fallen into this category where the kids love him. So it, I guess it makes sense when you that's look at it like that. So funny. And I mean, like you can't imagine like him doing it in Fortnite because he'd probably just get laughed out of the the place being in Fortnite doing Old Town Road in a bedazzled uh, country outfit, you know. <laughs> but right, it's there, folks. It's coming. So yeah, buckle up. It is uh, when's it hitting? I should have I should have looked that part up as when so it's going to happen. The question is so it's a pre obviously it's a pre recorded performance. Oh they all they've all been that way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what it's I figured. A, yeah, cuz um when Travis Scott did it it eventually blew up to a point where there was like a giant Travis Scott walking through the Fortnite map, like giant. <laughs> um so obviously right. he wasn't doing that live, you know. Right. Uh so really they could just do this like press play on it whenever you Oh yeah, they're just opening up a world where it's going to run on a loop and they do it that like they don't have to be in there at a certain time to do it. It's just going to be a, a Roblox is is a culmination of different games and environments that people build. Like anybody can go in there and make a level. Like we can make a PSVG Prime world in Roblox just because we I'm going to end up playing this game with my son now. I mean, your son would probably love it, dude. I mean, like you I know. you could you could search anything and there'll be some sort of game somebody made for it, whether it's an obstacle course or uh, a tycoon style <sighs> game. My daughter likes the tycoon ones because she can play it by herself. Um, but yeah, it's just a really dumb thing that kids can love and it's easy for them to play. But what if I come back next week and I'm like, all right, 
this game is awesome and here's why <laughs> i hope so i hope so um so so it actually opened today as we're recording it and it's going to run through actually it looks well, like it'll be over by the time folks hear it but yeah crazy. the only road song i want to hear is country roads and they're going to take me home to the place where i belong which is fallout 76 <laughs> what ah <sighs> That that signals the point that we've gone too long, folks. So it's time to wrap up the show. Uh, Lucas, where can folks find you and your other shenanigans on the interwebs? Uh, yeah, well, I'm on the Discord, of course, always talking on there, making things as random as possible. I do another show called Flux to Pose with my friend Jason, and we talk about how miserable life is all the time and how we can't do a podcast, but somehow we still do one. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at heavy metal underscore riff but not for much longer because <laughs> i think i might literally become at banana god i really might do it as a joke yes, please do <laughs> it just occurred to me i was talking in uh, discord and i j- made a joke about i am the banana god and i was like wait a minute that's perfect i mean it is it is uh, you folks can follow me at PSVG Kevin on all of the things. Uh, of course, head over to the website PSVG.blog to find links to all the stuff, all the other shows the network puts out, and of course, links to our Discord so you can come chat with us on the daily, as so many people do. It is quite hard to keep up with them most days for most people. Um, but hey, it's a fun time for all. Uh, you can also find links to our Patreon. Again, if you'd like to support us and the rest of the network, feel free to drop a buck or two or three or four or a hundred. Don't do a hundred. That's just silly. Stop it. Like if you're going to do a hundred, just email me. Personal. yeah just yeah don't you know if you want to give a hundred dollars don't do it through patreon just talk to lucas and i directly and we'll figure out how you can get the hundred dollars direct to us let's go right that it's for the kids i'll did the old michigan uh our kids but it's for the kids right yeah exactly absolutely asterisk that sh- that protects you legally oh say asterisk as- asterisk <laughs> and then fill in what the asterisk is for before they go look it up fair enough Fair enough. So everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for hopefully telling a friend. But most importantly, we ask that you never stop. Shut up and dance with me. This has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.